podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Welcome back to the show. Joe, I am here. You live. are sitting in front of me. It's so yes. weird. And there are three of us. There this are this week. Say hello, guest. Hello, guest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is uh, that is Amanda. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, Joe. Do you want to uh, explain who she is? Yes, yes. We have uh, we have an interview with Amanda today, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Uh, she's a published author. Has her own publishing company, Hollow Oak Press. Did I say that right? You sure did. All right. Uh, she's also the submissions editor for Humor Me magazine and the recipient of the Creative Ventures grant. I'm sure there's much more in there, but we'll, you know, we'll keep the list of that for now. That works. Stay yes. humble. Yeah, stay humble. That is yes. impressive though. That's a lot of things. Thank you. Uh, which we will get into. Yes. Yes, that will be coming soon. Yes. And you know what we actually did this time? What's that? I realized I think it was a was it a week ago or so we actually said we had a guest coming on. Oh, it actually and, and came we through. And we didn't screw it up. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it, uh, yeah, we, uh, we kept the, the schedule. It actually almost didn't work out, but we, kept, I know, we did but it we, anyways. But we pulled it together. Yes, your daughter's sitting here on our couch. She is. <laughs> is my, yes, my, my daughter's live watching the show today, but she's she going to be very quiet, right? <laughs> she is. Okay, all right, here we go. Uh, yeah, so actually before uh, we get into the show, uh, Amanda, one thing I want to talk about was the recent power outages that we've had pretty much across, like, the state across it was in Ohio. Like yeah. so many people were out of electric. Yeah. And luckily for us, like pretty much anytime the wind blows out here, we lose power. So we have to have a generator. But there's so many people that don't have backup systems like, you know, a generator. And we've had multiple friends who were out of power for days. Did you get hit by this power outage? We had some flickering, but luckily we did not lose power. Oh, okay. Oh, you just got flickered. All right. Mm. I got I got flickered. lucky too. We we didn't get like we had people around us, but mm-hmm. not us, luckily. Yeah. Well, I knew people that were out for, for days, like three or four days yeah. with no power. And have you ever had that happen before? Back like, in were the nineties. Yeah. Okay. That week we were without power in Oil City. Oh, from the microburst. Oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. It was like ninety ninety nine, I think it was, or ninety eight. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, we were we were out of high school by that point. Oh, I maybe believe. it was the early two thousands. It was the early two thousands because I was doing an internship at PennDOT when we got all of that like horizontal wind. Oh, it, d- just, it totally was because actually that yeah, was like was. two days after Carrie and I got married. So that would have been two thousand three. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, okay. It was two thousand three. It was really two days after you guys got married. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I just remember. Uh, as a matter of fact, when that happened, everybody's got their own microburst story. Right. Uh, yeah. So. We, uh, I was hanging out with my friend Justin, Carrie had to work. Uh, yeah, we, she had like no time off after the wedding. And we heard the wind blowing outside and we opened up the door. And as soon as I cracked open the screen door, it literally like ripped off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I, we thought there was a tornado. Yeah. And so we ran out to the back porch. There was like this plastic, like corrugated roofing over it. Mm-hmm. And we heard, we heard trees, you know, going around cracking and stuff. And it was actually down on Front Street at the time. And there was a, uh, you could see the river. And all the, all the water was going the wrong direction. Yeah, because the wind was so heavy. Yeah. Wow. That you could see the waves going the opposite direction up the river, and then this tree broke off, and it was probably about as big around as like a coffee can, mm-hmm. and it came piercing right through that corrugator roof. Wait, while you were standing oh, there? No. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
Like, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, it, dude, it was so frightening. And we ran downstairs in the basement like a couple, you know, scared girls. <laughs> like, like, ah, nope. <laughs> yeah, but that was pretty bad. Yeah, we also, when it was all over, we saw a car. Um, we went just walking around looking at stuff. And there was a, a car turned into like a hot dog bun. <laughs> by this yeah. massive oak tree. Yes, yes, yeah. right. If you, to, to kind of put this in context, there was a lot of old, old trees where in that area where we live. Oh, yeah. They, were, they weren't like, there wasn't a whole lot of them, but where there was one, it was like 80 years old or 100 years old. And yeah, I remember where you were talking about, it just took that car and... I think it was on Division. I think yeah, it was. Just if ba- local. basically cut it in half with, yeah. but, or smashed it in half. I it was like say. brand new too. Yeah. It the guy was, was very upset. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I don't even know if my insurance transferred over yet. Like it was that new. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So do you have a, do you have a microburst story since we're talking about it? Of course. All right. What That's is it? Everybody. <laughs> so at the time, uh, my dad knew somebody who was in the military who sent him a box of MREs. Oh, okay. And he wouldn't let us open them to try them just to see what they were okay. like. He was, you know, let's save these for an emergency. So then the microburst happens. Mm-hmm. And the next day when it's all calm, I went to my parents' house to check on things. And my dad's sitting on the porch with, with MRE? all of the MREs. <laughs> just a smorgasbord of MREs. A smorgasbord of MREs. He probably ate 80,000 calories Oh, that wow. Day. Yeah, those are, those are intended just to be like, you know, to fill just you up for the day meal. pretty much. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Joe, did you have one? Because you guys lived out in, were you, were you still out at your dad's? Oh, time? yeah. So I was. I mean, I had, you know, I had two homes at the time. And, yeah. But my dad's home, it was absolutely cut off. So I was at PennDOT when that happened. And I remember looking outside and we were, we knew something strange was going on Mm -hmm. because it was raining horizontally. Yes. Right. And it was like, I don't think it's supposed to rain that way, you know? So we get out, like we weren't even, we actually, because we were working at the time, we weren't even a hundred percent sure of what was going on until work was over Mm -hmm. about, I think it was about 4.30, I think. At the time, like my, no one's filling you in. They're just like, keep doing your job. Yeah, right. <laughs> keep working. Keep yeah. working. Keep like, programming. Like, but there's there's no power. But the wind is, <laughs> yeah. but the wind is horizontal right yeah. now. So we get out. Candles. I don't think for some reason I don't think at the time the penned up building lost power. Oh, okay. So I think they were okay. When we got out though, was when it was set in because it was like four thirty whatever. We get outside and it was like, what happened? And then I was thinking I immediately realized I was like, well, if this tree's in town are down. There's right. no way I'm getting back to my dad's house. No, I'm sure it was probably covered. And it was, it was, because you got, I mean, you might not know, but you know where my dad lives. Mm. And it's just, it's just in the middle of the woods, right? Yeah. And so, and there, so I did, I did. I tried to get back to my dad's house. It's just tree after tree after tree after tree after tree. So I didn't go back there. And it took like, I think it was two days or so to clear everything out of the way. Wow. So I ended up having to, I ended up staying at my mom's at the time, which was fine. And of course, you know, did it all the time. But like, yeah, it took like two days to get back to my dad's house, and he was out of power for like two or three days. You know, it, you know, obviously sections in town are out of power, but yeah, it was probably the worst I've ever seen that kind of damage until recently when we had the most recent like 40, 50 mile per hour winds mm-hmm. across Northwest Pennsylvania. On the way down here, when I was on my way down, they have a bunch of power lines reinforced with, what do you call it? Just look with, look with the angle, with angle, Oh, like, so like support cables, support and cables stuff? and stuff oh, okay. now because they got blown over a few days ago, and it's supposed to. If you, I don't know if you guys saw your phones, it's supposed to happen again tonight or yeah, I saw maybe that tomorrow. Yeah, I was getting notifications. So they yeah. reinforced them all on the way down here. Yeah, I actually have to reinforce our hot tub lid <laughs> because <laughs> the other the other day during that windstorm, like we've had it flip open before, but this time the wind literally took the entire lid, which is rather heavy. Yeah, and it threw it all the way out in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like, nope. Yeah. Luckily, my neighbor, uh, Brent, was down here, and he actually helped us pick it back up and move it because uh, it's not easy. So how, wait, yeah. here's the question. How do you reinforce a hot tub lid? I'm not going to get into it, but let's just say it's getting strapped down. Okay. Right? <laughs> I won't get into the details. Well, I was just wondering, like, are you sticking a rock on it? But no, you're put, just strapping it Oh, down. we've put weights on it before, and those weights have been hurled. <laughs> Like, like a, what do you call it? Like a tribute? Uh, what are trebuchet. A trebuchet. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm talking like they, it launched like a 10, 15 pound weight, like 30 yards. Like it was insane. <laughs> that's nuts. Like I can't believe. So I'm like, that's, that's going to kill somebody. So we're done doing that. Yeah. No more, no more chucking weights, 50 yards. Yeah. Okay. Luckily there's nobody, you know, no neighbors close. So yeah. Not going to take out anybody's living room window no. or something, but, uh, but yeah. So if actually, if you're unfamiliar with what a, what a uh, microburst is, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but. I'm pretty sure it's like w when there's a collection of of cold air uh, way up in the uh, in the clouds. I'm sorry to get all technical. Here. Right. And <laughs> it literally like like a faucet, like it dumps all at once, all this cold air, and it just and when it hits the ground, it just whoosh, it just washes out. I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, sounds that right. sounds right. Yeah. yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. It could be I'd... complete bullshit, but I'll go with that. <laughs> you were confident enough, I believe. Hey, you. your daughter's here. I know. <laughs> So I did. I did say that. BS. I said something you said else. BS. I said, bur, bur. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I guess the whole reason we even got into that was because we want to talk about the power outage. Yes. So living without power for you know a couple of days, it stinks. It's no fun. You know. Yeah. You, everything in your fridge starts to go bad. You know, most places also have water because that doesn't require. Right. Electric. That runs on pressure. Yeah. Unlike ours, which does require electric. Mm. We have a well pump. But you know, you'll still have gas if you have gas to do like uh, hot water or you know, your gas mm -hmm. stove, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You were, you were living back in, I won't say stone age, but you're living back like, <laughs> like 150, I mean, two, 200 years ago, maybe. Electricity wasn't, uh, wasn't plentiful or ubiquitous in terms of home installation until the early 1900s. Sure. Right. Yeah, Somewhere in there. I, guess so. yeah. I think. I guess so. <laughs> right? I would think so. Yeah. That makes about, that makes sense. Right. So you're talking about 100 years. Like if you don't have electricity, period, now mm -hmm. you're talking like 100 years ago. Yeah, which is well, fine maybe to Well, a little too. more 100 years ago now. So society as we know it can't survive without electricity. I mean, it depends on what, if we take your, we take, where, where are you going with like the depth here? Are we going no electricity at all or like electricity is out and it eventually will be repaired? Oh, no. Like I'm thinking like if it's repaired years down the road, but like if society was had electricity taken away sure. by some kind of event. Yeah. And it was unrepairable for quite some time. Like there was so much damage. Okay. That it tore out like our entire electric system. It took down, you know, the grids and, you know, the power stations, power plants. Something amazingly catastrophic. Yeah. Okay. My question is, what would happen to humanity? What would happen to mm. us? Well, the Hollywood answer is that we'd all turn on each other. There'd be zombies. And there and there'd be zombies. <laughs> And then there, then like factions would form, mm -hmm. right? And some of the factions would be good, and some of the factions would be bad. But I don't know, like an extended period of time. What do you think, Amanda? I think we'd adapt. I think there are enough people who could figure it out. I don't think it would be Hollywood. No, it, no? It I don't think no. it would go full Hollywood. Do you think we just just adapt? I think so. I think there'd be people who would take advantage of it, but I think I think we'd figure it out. I mean, lots of people. If you think about how many people have hobby gardens and you know things like that, candles, people who just make candles for fun. You know, I think we'd, yeah, I, I mean, think we'd figure have... out how to have the things that we needed to survive. 
and I the think people so. who couldn't wouldn't. <laughs> I think so too. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> yeah, I, my mind, I just start. I start going into like, you know, food. Uh, you know, people are gonna start running out of anything they have in stock after some time. Then I think after a certain period of time, this need for for food is going to start creating some issues. The grocery stores will have been, you know, depleted by that point. You know what? I think about that a lot too. Like if something catastrophic did happen and they made some announcement, right? The whatever the state of Pennsylvania says, you know, we don't expect like it's gone. Electricity's done. Good luck. Right. There would be a mat. That first like week would be probably be, would be, would be crazy. There'd be mass rushes on the grocery stores. It was like when the pandemic hit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It would be, there'd be no toilet toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh yeah. All that'd be gone. Case of, people were just buying cases and cases of water. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have a steady water source because we wouldn't have electricity. So we'd have to, we'd have to do it like old school, like oh, an actual like well in a bucket, you know, like pulling water up from well, the ground. However though, okay. In the rules of what you're proposing though, are you out here still able to generate electricity via your... Via my generator? Yeah. Maybe for like a couple of days. Okay. But, but I'm going to run out of propane. I'm going somewhere with that though. Okay. That bec- now propane and things that will operate the generator become the hot commodity. They do. Right? That becomes what people trade for goods and services, right? That's like, a good point. It would start to be the dollar bill as we know it, the US right. currency would mean nothing. Right. I need propane. Right. I need propane. What, what do you have to trade? It would yeah. just become a barter system. Yeah, 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 barter system. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, we're getting yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what it would do. Yeah. So we're living so. out here now uh-huh. because you have electricity and a. Um, Generator. Did you just burp in the mic? I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. <laughs> yes. So uh, we're all communed out here at your house. Right. Because <laughs> you have electricity. Because I don't. I don't for own a generator. For two days. Do you, <laughs> for a couple of days, yeah. Do you own a generator? I don't. See? We're coming out here. Okay. Well, I mean, you're more than welcome. Right. And hang, and, stay in here. And we would have to form like a community. There would be communities, like you said, that would form. Yeah. People would start bonding. There almost be like, I don't say tribes, but... Uh, there would be little packs of people that because yeah. you can't go anywhere. Like right. your, your cars are going to eventually not going to have gas. If you have electric car, obviously those aren't going to go for long. Right. Uh, but you know, people are going to be resorting back to different means of transportation, horse and buggy, uh, walking, 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 bicycles. Oh, bicycles. Yeah. <laughs> oh dude. Oh, the exercise. Oh. oh man. People would have some killer, killer calves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just your he- all health, that biking. health would just skyrocket. It really That's would. Right. Yeah. Obesity. Would, would plummet. Plummet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's your real problem, America. Yeah. Just cut the power. Obviously, <laughs> you got to walk everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Cut the power and take cars away. Boom. But problem God. solved. Right. Then you can have food. You have to get it yourself. Like I talk, like we, we're problem solvers here mm-hmm. on the Gen Extra podcast. We, we figure are. out how to solve world's problems yeah. by we, creating we, other massive problems. Yeah. We fixed baseball a long time ago. But we did. Mm-hmm. Right. We fixed the movies dozens of times. Dozens. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I think that uh, I, I think people with the ability to hunt would also become very mm. sought after. You would be, I mean, one, you'd be a provider for your family, but you would have some real like stock oh, yeah. you, to trade. Right. That's a skill now. I mean, it's already a skill, but then it becomes a valuable skill. Yeah. Like someone needs deer meat or something. Well, mm-hmm. and so basically Northwest Pennsylvania is fine. Yeah. I mean, how many yeah. hunters do we have in Northwest Pennsylvania? They're all around Pennsylvania, me. period. I don't hunt, but I got a rifle. I can I can sit on the back deck. I can learn how to hunt pretty quickly. <laughs> have you ever hunted before? I have not. No, I, never. I feed the deer, though. So okay. if there's right. ever an apocalypse, they'll She they'll can just, bait I'll them just, in. Yo, you'll be the baiter. Yeah, yeah. That's right. she can bait them in. That's right. 
It's just be like have a bag of feed, just luring them to the yard. <laughs> and and a come, line. On. come on. <laughs> and you're just sitting there knocking them off as, yeah. they, <laughs> as they come up. Like, thanks, Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> Start with the back one so you don't chase the front ones right. away. <laughs> oh, that's um, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like you've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, that was fun. I enjoyed talking about that. I don't want to take all episode chatting about that because I could. Uh, So, yeah, let's start getting into uh, some questions here. John, I'm going to have you uh, take us away. Give me back my paper because your font's too small. Well, my eyesight's going too, but maybe not as quickly as yours. Okay. So we're back to Amanda. So, Amanda, thank you for coming to the show today. Um, We read off all of your many accolades at the beginning of the show, so we won't do that again. But just wanted to ask you, um, let's start start with uh, with Hollow Oak Press. Okay. So just for just for our listeners, kind of give us the give us the basis of what that even is, because like I think I think publishing can take a lot of different forms. So I wanted to kind of get your input on what you're doing with that endeavor. Sure. So um, my story started with trying to break into traditional publishing, which is um, on fire. So it's really run by huge corporations. If you if you dig back far enough, and what they're looking for is the next big bestseller. Right. So there's a lot of stories that don't get told because they might be a good quality story, but they're not something that a marketing team around a boardroom is thinking that's going, is going right, to make right. billions of dollars. So you're looking at like the, this, what you're contrasting us against is like the big publishing houses. The big ones. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't take risks, right? They're like, no. this looks like this will be a successful book, so let's publish it. Yep. Right. That's what they Got do. It. That's what they do. So um, then there's self-publishing at the total opposite end of the spectrum where you can do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon has made that very accessible with their Kindle Direct Publishing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But there's something about that, um, and it's a valid form of publishing, but there's something about that that lacks a professionalism um, and a community. Okay. Because you're doing it by yourself. And really, you're the only one who's looking at any of the facets of it, the editing, the marketing, the cover design. Um, so basically can, someone doing that is just, it's, it's just all them. It's just you, right? They don't yep. have like a second opinion on anything. They're not getting any kind of, they're not getting really any additional advice on, on the process or whatever. It's just them. Typically. Okay. You can freelance that out. Some people do. Okay. Not many. And then in the middle, there's independent publishing. And I think that that's the future of publishing. I think as okay. the big publishing houses eat each other, which is what's happening, they're getting absorbed all into one giant conglomerate. And they start to become so homogenous that you just see the same stories churned out. Oh um, wow, I yeah, that's a great, that's a good point, right? Is the future, well, because because and 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 I and I joke about it, but like sometimes things at that level, those massive, massive kind of businesses at that level, they they do have a tendency to just kind of eat each other until there's only like three left, right? Yep. That's what's happened. And I'm assuming what you're saying is that that has what's been occurring probably the last 20, 30 years, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're down to four. There's four major publishing really? houses. There's only mm-hmm. four publishing houses yeah. in that are, I'm saying, saying U.S., right? US. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. They wow. have a ton of imprints. So you see a lot of the imprint names popping up. But if you trace that back, it's, it's, it's one just of the, big the four. actual one of the big four. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So then you come in as an independent publisher, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. With um, smaller goals and smaller reach. Uh, but the the idea is that those stories that maybe aren't going to be, and if if they are great big bestsellers, great. Sure, great. But, but if they're not, that the goal of the story isn't to be a bestseller, it's to tell a good story. Okay. Okay. So then how do, I, I miss, this is going to be a very broad question. How, do, how does that actually work with you know, with you and any kind of like staffing or whatever that you do? Like, is it, do you have to go find these 
small stories to publish? Do you do you have do you do it, or do you have like a team that goes out to look for you know for this stuff, or do people come to you? What's what's the general process there? Well, the internet is an amazing place. Yes, and there are a lot of hungry writers who are looking for publication. Okay. So um, they, they just want to tell their story. They just want to tell their story. Yeah. 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 I saw a couple of the stories that were on your, uh, on your, what was the book called again? Or the, uh, no, it wasn't on, yeah, it was on the, uh, what's it called? The humor. Was it humor me? Humor magazine. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I lost my, my spot here. Yeah. Yeah. There were some good stories on there. I read, I read one of yours. Oh, thank you. For the uh, look ma, no hands. <laughs> a true a, story. About that was very Northwest funny. Pennsylvania. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Actually, will you, uh, describe that story a little bit? Cause I found it hilarious and I think everybody in, Northwest Pennsylvania will also find it kind of funny. <laughs> that is a story about a time as a kid, I was riding my bike along a bike trail and a deer jumped out in front of me and I almost hit it on a mountain bike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you like, when I was reading the story, you just, you skidded, slid, dropped the bike, mm-hmm. but you, did you go under the deer? It was, was a little bit of a blur. A bl- okay, I thought right. the deer, I'm pretty sure the deer jumped at the same okay, time right. I hit the ground, and I am pretty sure my eyes were squeezed closed, and I was. Do so you think there might have been any- that moment of like a crossing that <laughs> That's happened? That's the way I like yeah. to envision it <laughs> right, okay. in a heroic way, but it was probably a little more clumsy than that. All I know is I got up on the other side with lots of rocks embedded oh, yeah. in my legs yeah. and had a story to tell. I like the part where you're like, where the deer was looking at you in like disbelief. And you were in the, and you were probably giving the same exact look to him or something. It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I liked that story. It was a very good story. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I you. It. So humor me is a great example of how um, writing in is a community online. So um, the editor in chief of Humor Me magazine is Scott Richards, who mm. lives in the UK, and oh, okay. um, he's become a good friend of mine. Um, but we met on Twitter. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Go internet. Well, like yeah. you said, yeah, Yay, the internet. internet will connect connect yeah. you to anything you want. Good. It seems and like bad. the internet has given you know, given you guys this platform, like where you, yes. like you said, you don't need these humongous like publishing companies. You can just do it on your own. Yeah. The independent publishing couldn't be what it is, you know, 50 years ago. It's really the internet that connects us. And to answer the original question, um, I put out a submissions call and there are these um, data aggregate sites that if they pick up your submission call, mm. the purpose of those sites is to be a function for writers to search for oh, okay. places and markets to sell their work. Okay. So, Was this um, the one for the campfire stories or something? Yeah, yeah I so saw for that the too, yeah. anthology for, for um, I thought about putting one in. You should. You I, have until midnight tonight. Are you serious? You better hurry. Yeah. All right, go. I'll finish it. <laughs> He's taking his headphones off. No, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> he just left. I'll see you guys. <laughs> um, but that's how that's how submissions come to me. So um, you, I got lucky enough to get picked up by a few of those, mm-hmm. and um, then I did my own submission call just on Twitter. I um, have amassed a bit of a following um, on my author account on Twitter um, at aspika writes. Say it again for our audience. Yeah. At, I'm like, I'm like, did I A-S Pika writes, P-I-C-A writes. Okay. All right. We'll put that in the well, show notes. And yeah, yes, we will. We'll put, we'll tweet it out after. Fantastic. I'll have you write that down before we go. Yeah, yes. I will. <laughs> I will. Um, so, so then, um, and then I just sat back and I expected to maybe get 50 submissions. I really wasn't sure what to expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, we've gotten over 300. Over 300? Yeah. Which is that's, phenomenal. That's phenomenal. That is. Yeah. Who that reads is all these? Yeah. Do you read them all? I have a, me and my team. So okay. I have a, a team of people who are volunteers who are like wonderful. There's three people. Yeah, I was going to say, how, how do you pick those people who They're, are going to. They offered, I, I, you know, I, yeah. I said, I can't pay you. And they all said, right. that's okay. It's, you know, it's so experience. They, They're writers too. So they read them. 
Then what? Mm -hmm. um, then they uh, let me know if it fits what we're looking for, okay, if right. the writing is up to what we're looking for. So um, they're filtering for they're you. They're filtering. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we compile a list of maybe, and then out of the maybe pile, this will be in the next week, we'll choose the ones that go into the anthology. So out of those 300 so far, maybe 301. How many do you think you get? Maybe 30? Like. Oh, not well, this anthology concept is a little bit different. So typically when you're looking at a short story anthology, it's just all back-to-back -back short stories. Mm -hmm. But this one will be in the style of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Where there's a novella that wraps around the short stories of people who come together to tell each other stories. Oh, okay. So there's a larger story, and then the stories they tell will be written by the other authors. So there'll be eight total stories that we choose out of that pile of so 300. That, that's, that's, that's really cool. I love the concept of the... The whole Thanks. novella and like and then but binding all these stories together into kind of one common form and concept. So when this is done, is it just going to be digital print? Will there actually be a physical book too? There will be a along? physical book. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, is there anywhere that you know of yet that somebody can get? I know it doesn't exist yet, but but where do people find the physical prints of stuff that you do? Well, um, Hollow Oak has a website, and okay. my intention is to. Um, have the books printed mm. and sent to me, and then I will be the distributor also. Distributor okay. also. Oh, cool. Okay. So um, you can do that through Amazon and have them print on demand. Mm -hmm. um, but I have more control, and I really will. I'm really hoping for this publishing company to have a little bit more of a small feel, you know, that more Etsy blend where you, you yeah. don't want to become. I don't, I don't even know a good publishing company name. Rand McNally. <laughs> I think they make maps. Do they? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Random House. Random House. That's the one I'm thinking oh, of. Random House. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Right. So you want to keep you want to keep that that's that independent feel, yes. regardless of of how you guys grow or or, or what yes, happens. Yes, that's okay. the goal. So so to be able to um, have control over the packaging and shipping gives me the opportunity to also advertise for the next next thing. You know, throw in a bookmark, a, a handwritten note, something like that. Okay. That's that's the idea. There'll also be a book launch event where um, we'll sell copies and then. Uh, my my marketing plan includes just you know having tables at local fairs and maybe hopefully partnering with some small bookstores to sell copies on consignment. We'll oh, nice! See where things go. You know, it's still pretty early. Where are the small bookstores? Good question. Yeah, yeah. where did I'm they all go? Like, I am thinking like I don't I don't know where they've gone. Good question. I'd like to find them. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be some. I would imagine. Yeah, I would. Imagine. Is Barnes and Noble? Are they still even around? Uh, there's one in Erie. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah, oh. and um, the printer that uh, I'll use for this is Ingram Spark, and it's a large company. I know it's kind of veering away from what I'm talking about, but Ingram Spark will um, print for me, and they have a relationship with Barnes and Noble. So hopefully that'll okay. you know give me some access. I mean, you to still need, right. You still need companies. exposure regardless, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, you still have right. to you know you have to you, sit down with the the big dogs. Yeah, sometimes. someone has to print it. You and if you want to sell the stuff, it probably has to go somewhere to sell. Yeah. Right. So it's, you know, it, selling off your back ports is probably not the most effective. Right. Grassroot, right? Grassroots only gets you so far. Right. It does, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, look, you can look this far. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if, if somebody is like checking your stuff out, do you, do you have a, a particular story that, that you're like super proud of that would be like a good jumping off point for somebody? That you did. That I did. Yeah. Um, I, I have a story on, um, Wild Flash through um, Wild Blood Press that's called After They'd Gone. Mm -hmm. I really like that one. I'd say that's probably where I would direct people. What's the three-sentence version of what it is? It's a 
story. It's a, it's a very small story about an apocalypse, post-apocalyptic. Oh. Doesn't talk about what that is. Mm, okay. It's just about a mother and son who wake up one day and no one else is there and they don't know why. Oh. And it's a, it's a story about their grief. Okay. That sounds pretty, uh, and that was pretty the, good, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because instantly when you hear apocalypse you're thinking like you know like i said earlier zombies (laughs) but this is much more this is much more intimate right this is a much more close-knit kind of drawn-in story about about like the relationship between those two characters or whatever whatever it may be okay and where can they find that one um wild flash wild spelled with a y okay w-i-l-d we'll put that in the show notes as well yes we have to remember to do that, Joe. We will actually remember. <laughs> Sometimes we do things and then we're always like... Like we'll post it on Facebook. No. No. But, <laughs> but when we have guests on and we say we'll post something, we do. We will. So yeah, we'll we make will. sure we get... I'll hold you to it. Yeah. We, you can. Yes, you can say, where did you... <laughs> where did you made a promise? You, you, made, you promised me. Yeah. But we will definitely do that. I've noted um, in a lot of your work that we reviewed before the show and we legitimately did. Like, we did, yeah. We did actually <laughs> read your stuff before we the show. We did homework. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. I actually started reading that story you were talking about oh, too. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to act surprised. The, yeah. <laughs> well, the one the one thing I've noticed about your writing, and I, I kind of want to ask this question because I wasn't sure if it was all encompassing or not, but I, I seem, you seem to focus a lot on short form. Yes. Right, like uh, a, a, a couple of pages, right? Mm-hmm. Or Yeah, you know, you're not writing Harry Potter novels. Right. No, I no. have written two novels. Um, really? Novels are very difficult to break into. So when I was talking about traditional publishing okay. earlier, that's a it's a much more difficult thing um, to get that out there. So eventually, Hollow Oak, I will publish through Hollow Oak my own novels. Okay. Um, I have one that is pretty close to being ready. I had queried it to some agents. It got a little attention, but nothing, you know, nobody signed me, obviously, or I wouldn't be sitting here talking about my own publishing company. Well, if, <laughs> if you want to record your audiobook for Audible, you're more than welcome it's to come sit oh, out well, here. Thank you. We can, yes. we can even do sound effects someday. Yeah. And everything. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And we'll do extra voices for you. Yeah. If there's like weird characters. Yeah. <laughs> like, come over here, girl. <laughs> come on, get down. <laughs> God, stop it. <laughs> she writes Arnold into yeah. her book. Come on. Get don't, down. There's a bomb in there. Don't tempt me. I've written scripts before. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't. We can't go through a show without doing Arnold. No, we can't. It has to happen every time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so if if anybody's ever written anything before, they they know writer's block is a real thing. Like you get stuck. Like it will. Like you'll just be going, 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 done, and you mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god! Like where am I going to go with this? How do you deal with that? Uh, time. My- yeah, take okay. some time away, come back. Um, if you're writing to a deadline, which um, I have done before, it helps me to just write something different that is related mm-hmm. to those characters. So maybe you're not writing in a linear way, but maybe you're telling a little bit of backstory or you're thinking about um, what would this character do in this sort of situation and you write out a little scene. Sometimes it unlocks okay. whatever's stuck in there. I think that the solution to writer's block isn't to walk away because a lot of times if you walk away, you don't come back. You may lose your momentum. Yeah. It's, it's making writing a habit every day, whether Mm. you're working on your project or not. Um, sometimes writing something completely different, um, just gives you a little bit of inspiration. Yeah. The wee little bit that I've ever done. And I am, I'm talking like, I do this in like secret. Like I like to just it's write. Not a secret mm-hmm. anymore. I yeah, like to write a little know. bit. I don't know if my wife knows I do. It's like I'll sit there and just write sometimes, just for fun. It may just be a page. That's awesome. And then I'll look at it and maybe delete it. But I just like to just let it flow. Yeah. And if I've ever done that and I've kind of like stopped and mm, I don't know where to go with this, 
one thing that always helped me was like, I'll just go back and read it from the beginning again. And for some reason, like if I just reset it and start going back through, my mind will let it pick up again. Okay. And so just staring at that last like sentence again, you know what I mean? Yep. Almost hyper analyzing that yeah. last po- that last piece. I'll yeah. tweak a couple sentences here yeah. and there, and then like you know, just kind of I don't know. It worked for me. But very that, intimidating. I've written to like see two that things. Blinking cursor. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like stop just, blinking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> stop it. Stop looking at stop me like it. that. Yeah. So uh, we have a few more questions on here, uh, Joe. Why don't you yep. re- grab the next one? So what this one I really wanted to get your opinion on this because I've heard I've heard so many different angles and so many different thoughts on this, but I'm sure you've seen in the recent past few months the explosion of AI. Oh yes. right. And AI uh-huh. writing. Oh here and we go. AI chatting, right? And a and 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 I've heard you I've heard son of a bitch. Right. Basically you get that <laughs> angle, right? Yeah. I've heard from because I, I try to keep up on this stuff and you get a lot of writers and stuff who are just like this like this is really bad. Like this is really bad for us. We're not gonna be able like this is gonna take jobs. This is going to it's at least going to supplement kind of like that. I don't want to say like, but like the kind of like small article writing, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, right? Like that's going to take their jobs away. And then you have people who are like, well, no, we're overplaying it. It's not that like you can't get the creativity out of it that you can normally, like, cause it's still very based on the algorithm, right? That it uses. Right. But I mean, what's your thought on AI in the way that it's kind of intercepting with with writing at the moment? Like, do you, are you kind of in the camp of like, this could be a serious problem for writers or you're more like, well, no, we need to kind of wait and see and see kind of where this goes. I can only speak to creative fiction. Okay. So, um, I think you can tell the difference. Yeah, for sure. And I think what we're going to see more is in independent publishing, people are going to get flooded with AI stories. I'm already seeing that happen with a few other, um, larger, but still independent, Mm-hmm. publication companies, you know, literary magazines saying that um, they're they're getting a lot of submissions like that and they've had to close submissions to actual people because they can't keep up with the volume now that AI is out there. So um, one of the members of um, Hollow Oak team, Jess, had um, played around with the, what's the chat? Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. That's that one. That's the big one right now. Yes. So she had um, used that and put in the parameters of our submission call Mm -hmm. and it did generate a story um but it lacked um i wouldn't have chosen that story for our maybe pile it was a cohesive story but it just it just didn't tell the depth of emotion that a person can and you know the 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 development of character it was missing those things so i think when you really look that's you're gonna see that and that's what i've heard from the camp that is like well you know for for at least some type of writing like no like you know they're not running around, you know, you know, they're not running around in panic yet because like you said, it's, there's still, at least at least right now, there seems to be still significant limitations to it. And, and, and I would say just generally speaking, I mean, I think it would be hard to replace what you're, what you're referring to, right? That actual like depth of emotion and yeah. you know, the character development and stuff, because these, all these chat tools are based on, well, they're based on the way that the the process works, right? And that, that even that has boundaries, right? Even that has boundaries it and does. limitations. So at least from the creative writing side, what you're saying is like, look, we've, we've even looked at it, we've even tested it, and, you know, it's not really meeting that threshold yet on the creative side. Maybe on the more, like you said, like just fundamental, like write a fundamental article about 10 things that you should, you know, do this summer. It can do that, right? It can but do a BuzzFeed list. Yeah, it yes. can do a BuzzFeed list. It can do a BuzzFeed list. So that's a place that's it's going to impact. But yeah. What could happen is we could have taken that story 
and run it through a couple of edit passes and made it into a story oh, that would okay. have hit. So that's a, that is a gray area that I think is maybe a little bit sure. concerning that people maybe won't have then their own unique ideas. They could take what the program generates for them and then if they are if they are skilled at editing shape it into something they could use else. the framework yes which okay. makes it a tool so i'm sure yeah stay now you're on it it's a it's a tool there sure. but it does it it feels like cheating <laughs> right yeah 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 it really does okay i, I think people that that like you said in, in uh in submissions and in, in submission contests wherever they are people that read those they're going to start to be able to sniff them out so fast oh yeah like they're they just don't have what real writers have it is artificial. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can just tell it's, it's generic writing. Yes. So I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to affect it so much with like what you do, but like you said, with like Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed stuff, yeah. that's going to be tough, man. Like they're going to yeah. have a challenge. Well, I mean, yeah. you could literally do it right now. You can open up chat you GPT could. right yeah. now. And give me, give me a list of 10 things to try this summer in the United States. It will find 10 things. Hot dogs, baseball games. Yeah. Camping. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, look, right or wrong. Look, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trashing on anybody who makes a living doing this stuff because everybody's got to put food on the table, but like that's, that could very easily replace that, you know? Yeah, it is. But I don't know. I don't know what you do. I don't know how you compete with it. Shut it down. I guess we'll, fi do. we'll find out. Yep. Shut it down. <laughs> well, hey, if we get up with that apocalypse scenario we talked about earlier, that's we, true. We won't have AI anymore. In fact, it might be the AI that causes it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that's that. That's true. If the power goes out, newspaper companies are coming back. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming right back. People got to get their news. News. You get Town little, criers. You, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You get, you get like the little, the, the, the teenage boys on the side of the road going, get your paper here. Yeah. Paper here. So we're going to go. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> No, it'd be these these Gen Zers, these little, you know, they're going to be like, like, oh, man, this article was fire. Yeah. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> like, get out of here, you little punk. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that paper, too. <laughs> Hit him in the head with it. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Like, I'm suing you. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. You can't. There's no electricity. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, God. All right. So do we have any, any more questions as far as uh, uh, Amanda's uh, writing uh, well and... I don't have anything specific. Anything else you want to add about yeah, what do you want to add? press? Or? What did we miss? Oh, yeah. pressure. I, know. I don't know that you missed anything. We probably missed something. Well, it's probably. Okay. I could talk when, about it forever. Okay. But uh. <laughs> when you leave, we'll go, why didn't we ask her this? <laughs> yes, that probably will happen. Yeah. It happens with every guest, too, by the way. So, like, how did we miss it's, the obvious one? Yeah. Uh, well, so. anyway, well, to recap, though, we'll, we'll get Hollow Oak Press posted so people know where to find that. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll put some links out there to your short stories as well. Awesome. So that people Thank get you. that too. Yeah. So I get, well, I guess one question as far as the process goes for me, do you, how do you, do you sit in front of a laptop, computer, pen and paper, typewriter? Like what's your oh, choice? A laptop. A laptop? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can't write as fast as my brain goes. Okay. Typewriter. Typewriter. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if like some people might still use some, them. You know what? Some people do. You're right. Yeah. Some, people some people do. You might have that weird like connection of like that tangible. Tick, 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 yeah. Maybe people, they like some it. Some people use pen and paper. I don't, I'm not sure how they do it. Um, I, I am. So in process, there are two types of writers. There are people who plot and there are people who write by the seat of their pants. So pancers. Are you There's a, plotters and pancers. Are you and a I pantser? am a pantser. Okay. I'm right. absolutely a pantser. I feel like I'd be a pantser too. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, it doesn't make sense to my brain to think about a whole, especially a novel length mm -hmm. manuscript, mm -hmm. to think about the whole thing and then write to the plot. And if you, if you think about this and you think about um, different things that you've consumed as entertainment, you can tell the difference that 
things that are driven by plot, things that are driven by character, the character driven things typically are more like a, you know, pantsed concept. Mm -hmm. So, um, so my process is that I have an idea of, I wonder what if, and it usually starts with that idea. And then I just, I'm going to give you a what if writing. Okay. okay. All right. I'm ready. What if, uh, the power went out. Yeah. <laughs> what if the power went out? No. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's keep going with that. Yeah. This whole show. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, let's say that uh, let's say that uh, Clara. Mm-hmm. Can I say? Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, your daughter. Okay, Joe's daughter. Yeah. Let's say that she walks outside. Okay, and she hears something off in the distance. Doesn't know what it is. Do is that, you, is that you, all you, you just need? Want me to tell us. That's now. it. <laughs> that's it. That that's would be it. it. That would be it. And then from there, I would conceptualize. What? You know, it, what is what, it? What does she do next? What choice yeah. does she make? Are there other people there? Where does she live? What does the setting look like? Mm-hmm. And Oh, wow. That was good though. Like just the whole way you went through that process. Like you kind of started to check all the boxes. Yep, you just there have as to you know write. those things because you don't want to write a white room. You want to give um, texture to the story. I think that's what you get with a yeah, real writer. She, like I never, I ne- would never have run through that process like you did. Like you kind of went right, right down through it. Okay. That came from. Give, give me some examples. Like I want to hear something just kind of just pour out of you. If that's okay. Oh boy, I don't. I'm not a very good. This is, hey, you're, you're storyteller. Pants, you're pants, but it's in your head though. Okay, like, so pretend I'm at my laptop. Yeah, so yeah. she okay, walks so, outside. So if she she walks outside and uh-huh. the, if the air, maybe the air is really still, you're thinking about mm-hmm. the storm that you know we just had, the calm after the storm, and you don't hear a lot of sounds, which is concerning. So you do hear the sound in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's crashing because there's something moving. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls for someone who doesn't answer, so she's by Ooh. herself, which is spookier. I'm yeah. intrigued already. <laughs> no, I know. I want to read this book. <laughs> Me too. See? So there you go. And then at some point. At some point, I would have to do some of the back work, right? So I'd have to have an idea of who she is. Mm-hmm. And um, because I would know who she was, I would understand better the choices she might make. Right. So is she somebody who would be so intrigued and impulsive enough to chase the noise? Would she run in the opposite direction from the okay. noise because she's scared? Right. Um, you know, what does she have technology? Could she call 911? Right. So, you know, those things matter too. So understanding your character... Um, helps you not have to spend two years reading your story 10,000 times editing for those things because you can <laughs> yeah, do it, sense. you know, in your drafting and then just it editing, editing on the fly easier. almost. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you bring up a, bring up a, another point about the no electric thing. Phones. Yeah. 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 We'd be back to switchboard operators. Uh, strings, cans. Yeah. yeah. Cans with strings uh, yep. stretched yeah. between like yours and yeah. the neighbor's house. We're going to make points about this the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> No more cell phones. Nope. That's right. If you wanted to know the name of an actor, you would just have to not know. Yeah, you. Or, yeah, people are going to have to be reading the back of uh, uh, shampoo bottles or whatever yeah. while they're on the Remember toilet that? now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, until those ran out. Yeah, right, newspapers again. <laughs> yeah. On the- That's right, because that would eventually <laughs> run out. Damn. Oh my gosh, it would suck so yeah, bad. Yeah, that sounds terrible. It really does. Let's not do it. Let's yeah. just let's keep just, the electricity just, on. Yeah, go power. On. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So I think. Uh, oh, actually, before we get into the game, we did plan a game, everybody. We are going to be playing. Uh, it's called. It's called. Uh, Say it doesn't matter. It's called Smartass. All right. It is a. It is an actual game. We're not playing the board game. We're not rolling. We're nope. not doing moves. But we have all pulled some cards to ask each other. Yeah. But before we do that, I want to play this video because I wanted Amanda to see this uh, before we get started. Well, this, this is going to be weird for a podcast. It is. Why? This is this is a reaction podcast now. Yeah, we're right. <laughs> but it's but it's all audio. It is. So I'm going to play the audio. Uh, Joe, describe what's in this video. So this is 
this is a viral video that hit, I don't know, a few, few days back, I think when I sent it to you. This is a car that's driving down the highway, just minding its own business, mm -hmm. when it hits another car's tire. And I'll... Oh, oh it's wait. It's not even the actual... Oh! Did you wow. see it? Wow, yeah. <laughs> hey, let me back it up again. Okay. Yeah, it it does some absolutely amazing physics. There's a lot of physics going on. The tire pops off wow. the truck beside her. And it just in an launches. Like, it is devastating. I, and that's something wow. like, and what's amazing about that video too is like that, is, it's, you know, oftentimes you'll see, well, the, yeah. The music <laughs> Somebody, yeah. Somebody's YouTube version really got me great. Into it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what's crazy about that is like, no, sometimes you'll see like crash videos or whatever. Yeah. That should, that should have been in there. And you'll totally see it coming. It'll be like, well, some guy cuts another guy off and this guy hits him in the back and the car spins over, whatever. This is the most bizarre thing in the world because a, 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 the entire wheel assembly rolls off this car's pulling up in the left lane, pulls up right next to a truck. And at the very instant it gets next to the truck, the wheel comes off the truck and launches. In a second. Yeah. Dude, like yeah. a half a second. Uh, launches the other car into the air because the way I, the way, and it's weird to do this on the podcast, but the way, the only thing I can see happening there is the wheel gets lodged yeah, underneath under the, the car. Basically stops the front of the car. Yeah. And right. And it just, and all of the force, the 60, 70 miles per hour that that car was moving just goes up straight vertical. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope they're okay. They are. They are. They has been. Thank God. Okay. Oh, good. That's, right. That's we, a good we generally typically follow up with, we try to find out what happened and they were okay. Right, I mean, good. the A frames on cars today are amazing. Yeah. Like you can get launched like 10, 15 feet in the air, like that land on your A frame and just be like, of course, you'll be like, what happened? Right. <laughs> but they yeah. were, they were okay. Yeah. Actually, Carrie hit a, hit a deer the other day. Oh. Yeah. Just like you did almost. Almost. Was she also on she a She was not on her bicycle, though. <laughs> no, unfortunately, her car is now in the shop with yeah. uh, quite quite a bit of damage on it. Um, but she did not go flying into the air, so that's good. Now that she stayed, she stayed on the road. Yeah. And she wasn't road. hurt? Nope, everybody's good. okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Wow. Glad you asked. That's the first thing I asked you. I'm like, I don't yeah. care about the car. Yeah, cars, yeah, yeah you can replace you can Fix those. the car. You guys are okay? Um, so, all right, well, let's play our games. So right. We all have, uh, we have two, we have three categories, two questions each. These are. Uh, we starting with what? Uh, yeah, we're going to start with the what's. It's okay. the what am I's, where am I's, which I will do terrible at, and who am I? So what are we, how are we doing the game? How so are we actually going to? We're going to compete against each other. So what kay. I'm asking, it's you two. Okay. And so on and so forth. All right. Okay. Uh, so let me find a pen. And the, the first one to get it gets the point. That's right? right. Okay. All right. Oh, you keep score good. Okay. Sure. All right. So I'm going to go first as soon as you get done writing down yep. our tally sheet. Good to go. All right, so here we go. My first one is, what am I? I am a toy. I first appeared in the U.S. in 1929. Wait, wait. How many questions have you asked already? Two. Oh. Are you supposed to give us a second to think about oh, it? Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're not questions. They are statements. Right. About said toy. Right. But then we're just supposed to yell out the answer when if we think, think we know If you think you it. know what it is. Okay, so you're just going to keep going. Yes, there are, I think there are oh. 10 things about this toy. Okay. Give us like three seconds to think about it after every statement, though. There's, there's like 10 of them, though. That's, okay, all right. We'll be fine. Okay, I have been used in major promotions. I have been involved in worldwide tournaments. Slinky. Joe, you're out. <laughs> Coca-Cola made me in the 1970s. I consist of a spool and a piece of string. Yo-yo. You got it. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> I thought I could jump the gun with Slinky. That was a nice try. I you out. That was a nice try, though. 
Nice. So is that what is that what we're doing though? If if someone guesses and gets it wrong, then they're just out, and the other person has a chance. That's to just... the actual way the game is played. Oh, this we're actually <laughs> using the rules for yeah. something. Yeah, we're just not using the board. Okay, all right, that's amazing. I, we never do this. <laughs> we never use the rules. All right, let's go. All right, here we go. All right, all right. Uh, remember this is a what am I? I am a mammal. I live in groups. I am found in Africa and Asia. I am. I'm going to mispronounce that word. <laughs> okay, I'm a thick-skinned animal. Elephant. Joe, you're out. Oh. Though I only eat plants, I sometimes kill people. I am highly Rhino? territorial. Rhino? Rhino. <gasps> you are also out. Oh. It's a hippopotamus. A hippopotamus. Hip-hop, hippopotamus? Well, she's still got one, though. Okay. And I got a big fat zero. All right, here I goes. move on to you. All right, here goes my one of mine. The first one. I am an invention. Anyone? Anyone? No. Did you just keep going? Just keep going. <laughs> I was first developed in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. I can see things that the human eye can't. Ooh, telescope. Microscope. Ooh. I'm sorry you were out. Whoever ah. said microscope. What did you say? I said telescope. You're both out. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. The answer was radar. Oh, oh. Not, radar. not an O-scope. <laughs> <laughs> not an O-scope. <laughs> I like you both went to like the same yeah. kind of like, like it's obviously some kind of O-scope thing. Some kind of an O-scope. All right, number two. So mm-hmm. still only one point has been awarded so far to Amanda. Yeah, that is true. That's it. That's so it. far, yes, you are winning. Okay, ready? I am a letter of the English alphabet. Uh-oh. I'm one. the first letter of a face card and a deck of cards. I was the last letter introduced into the Roman alphabet. Q. I, I'm sorry you're out. Ah. Just, just uh, keep going. I am a consonant. <laughs> I have a hook. I am in the top half of the alphabet. J. It is Jay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I got a point. I didn't know Jay was last of the I clearly the didn't Roman either. alphabet either. Oh, no, as soon as you said that. that, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, what, were you, just, like what? were you just waiting for her to go out then? <laughs> I just I didn't want to just seem like I just knew it right away. I know. Yeah. And you're like, being like, fair. I'm gonna give a man, I'm gonna was, give our guest you. a chance. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I mean, <laughs> actually I, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right, so so far score is Joe zero, uh, Amanda one, Dave right. one. Yes, me. Okay, right. here we go. Here we go. Well, this is the last round of the What Am I's. I am a domestic bird. Hmm. I am raised for meat and eggs. Chicken. Nope. Oh. Out. So sorry. Water rolls off what? my back feathers. Oh. We could do uh, one more, though. I waddle on land. Is it a... It's a duck, right? It's a duck. Oh, I got oh. one. It walks like one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. on the board. I'm on oh, the board. I was so excited. I thought I got chicken. I mean, yeah. I would have. I. He was funny. Is I just couldn't think of the word to say. <laughs> I, was like, chicken? I, I was like, I was like, clearly, it's a like a right. Yeah. Could have been a goose. Oh, I, that's what I was worried about. That's why I had you read one more because I'm like, is it a goose? It's a. It's <laughs> a I just got too excited. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. I am a favorite food. Most homes have me in the cupboard. Mm. I can be used in sauces and sweets. I am full of protein. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. It oh, is. Yes. oh, nice. Yes. Nice. Go that's, me. Yeah. Was that two for me? That's two. That's two. You have taken Ooh. the lead. Uh-oh. Two to one to one. All right. I'm just getting. I'm getting through these ones now because okay. these are the worst ones. Which, which ones? Which ones? Where am I? Where am I? Oh, this is your favorite category. Yeah, because okay. I'm so good with geography. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, where am I? I am a North American city. I was important in America's fight for independence. 
Elton John sang about my freedom. Bruce, no, nobody yet. Okay, mm. Bruce Springsteen sang about my street. Philadelphia. Joe got it. Uh, ding, ding. I almost. I went, thought you were going to get off the second one. I, I almost went Boston at <laughs> I, the beginning. I was thinking Boston, right? too. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, okay. I see that to you. Oh, you're finally on the board. All right. I am. I got two on the board. I got two on the board. Oh, oh no. Yeah, oh, no. Joe, oh, yes. our guest is losing. I yes. am. <laughs> okay. Uh, who am, or where am I? I'm sorry. I am a famous structure. I am one of the world's most visited tourist attractions. I was erected entirely by hand. I am a world heritage site. I am made of stone. I am in Asia at 1,500 miles. <laughs> the Great Wall of China. Ding, ding. You oh, got it. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I the last saying. one's like, it rhymes with the schmachmal of China. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am in China. Yeah. <laughs> that was the wares, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I was thinking, like, I, earlier I wanted to say Stonehenge. Yeah. But I was like, uh, I was thinking the Eiffel Tower until you said the stone I thing. I was and wondering, I thought, oh. too. Yeah. I'm like, what if someone's going to jump on the right. Eiffel Tower? And yeah. Stonehenge is like in Scotland or something. England. Uh, England, yeah. Yeah. Okay. England, Joe. Get it right. I know. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Okay. Where am I? All right. Mm. Here we go. I am a North American city. Many songs have been written about me. I am built on more than 40 hills. I am home to Coit Tower, C-O-I-T Tower. 40 hills. In 1906, I had a massive earthquake. In 1967... San Francisco. I yes. Oh. oh, wow. I was on the wrong side of the country. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Uh, I am a U.S. city. I am in Florida. We Everyone knows how much we love Florida on the show. Yes, we do. Between 1963 and 1973, I had a different name. I am the starting point for the last frontier. Alan Shepard made me famous in 1961. Armstrong, Aldrin, and Collins left home here in 1969. Key West? No. Damn it, that was my guess. Well, you sure? You, you kind of like said it like halfway. Key West? It's not Key West. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I used to be named after a former president. I am closely connected to NASA. Gemini, Apollo, and the space shuttle know me well. <laughs> I should know. My that. initials are CC. <laughs> oh, Cape, Cape Canaveral. Canaveral. Yes. That's the only one that got me was the very last one. <laughs> <laughs> I rhyme with Schmape Shmameral. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, okay. Well, good. I get to read them. Yes. <laughs> Not on the spot. <laughs> I am an enigma. I am a part of the Atlantic Ocean. The Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Oh, boom. Wow. Well wow. done. Well wow, done. Jeez. Mm hmm. Can't keep up with such knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's right. That's, you just took the lead now. Four to three to two. Look at that. I see you're losing, Jack. I am losing okay. once again. <laughs> ready? I am ready. Yes. Okay. I am a continent. Most of my animal life lives along my coasts. Mm. Mm -hmm. I am the fifth largest continent Australia. in the area. Boo. Nope. Oh. Uh oh, all right, Joe, you're going to rumble it now. Yeah, I mean, I was the last continent to be discovered. I have the fewest people. Seven nations claim territory here. Explorers Amundsen and Scott knew me well. I think. Okay. Do you want one more? 
I think you'll be sure after the next yeah, one. Yeah, you might as well give me the le- next one, yeah. <laughs> I am the coldest place on Earth. Okay, so it's Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I knew it by nine, but, I, you know, I, I wanted to take my free point. Sure, So sure. it rhymes with Schmantmarpentica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, all right, last round. Here we go. This is the Who Am I's. Okay. All right. I am a fictional character from the movies. I am a hero. My character has been played by more than five Different actors. James Bond. Boom. Wow. Dude, wow. nice job. <laughs> That's great. Wow. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking <gasps> Batman. Tied. Oh, damn. That would oh, be yeah, a good guess, that, too. Yeah, that would have been a but good guess. you nailed it. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was 007. <laughs> yep. Okay, last one for me. Okay, this is, uh, this is a tricky one. Okay. I feel, like, I feel like you may not get this one, Joe. All right. All right. I am a sitcom character. I live in New York. I hang out at Central Perk. Mm-hmm. I worked for Ralph Lauren. I love to shop. Rachel, Rachel. Green. <gasps> Who said it first? I, I don't know. I got you, the full well, name from her first. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to go with her because she got the full. Because I was like, Rachel? Well done. Nice. Well done. Nice. You just took the lead with yep. five. Hey. Oof. The okay. game changes quickly. does, but I still have the edge. I still have two. That's right. I got four cards to go. You only That's have right. two cards That's to go. That's true. Oh. <laughs> the reason Dave says that is because I'm like the weirdo who doesn't care about friends. I know. He just <laughs> like friends. <laughs> I was I, like, I I was like friends. Right. Yeah, you know? I'm like the jury. I'm like, what is, what is uh, the deal what with friends? friends? <laughs> <laughs> there were no friends. Yeah. They hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we All go. Right, here, who am I? I've have, I have had multiple professions. I won my first Mr. Universe title in 1967. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is correct. Oh my God, I thought that too. Oh. Yeah, come, come on, read, come read on. the rest. What's come the other ones? The U.S. accepted me as a citizen in 1983. <laughs> I was the governor of California. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I'll, I'll be back is my famous threat. <laughs> People call me the governor. <laughs> yes. So Amanda. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh man, I got, I got some work to do. All right. If you get this, I can't win. Mm. Oh, no pressure. Well, yeah. No pressure. I am a scientist. I was born in Germany in 1879 and died in 1955. When Hitler came into power, I Einstein. moved to America. Yes. Oh. Wow, he stays no. alive. Oh, yes. He no. stays alive. Oh, still in it. <laughs> the tension is yes. palpable. All right, she's going to like really okay. try and like lean these towards you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Joe. Yeah. He was. I am turning <laughs> yeah. my chair in this direction. <laughs> all right, here we go. Okay, all right, here don't, we go. Don't give me any softballs, Joe. You got to try. I'm ready. Okay, all right. I am a TV character from the 1980s. Mm-hmm. I lived with a family, but always avoided house guests. Alf. Alf it is. <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. We did a whole like we did a whole episode about Alf. Yeah, we did a long time ago. <laughs> So this leaves, oh, no. is this the last one? This is the last you, one. I have to get, yes. this, get this one tie. to tie. The only thing I can do is tie, tie you me. for second. Yeah, okay, right. here we go. Right. Okay. All it's right. real. I am a character from Star Wars. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am a starship mechanic and computer specialist. I am an invaluable asset to my owner and friends. Chewbacca. No, it's... I'm um, so sorry. <gasps> oh, no. It's, I'm actually not it's, sorry at it's, all. I'll give you one more, but I... I am loyal to Queen Amidala. I am 96 centimeters tall. That's It's R2-D2. It's R2-D2. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Dave. I locked so you out. Sorry. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the final tally, Amanda was six. Way to go. Dave with Thank five, you. Joe Thank with five. You. Thank you. Well good played, game. Joe. Good, good game, game, everyone. Good game. Yes, um, that was a lot of fun. Really 
really well spread in the score though. Yeah. Like, that was, that was like nobody ran away with that. I was surprised. I, I figure that somebody would just like, you know, just take just, it over. Yeah. 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 All but, right. All right. Well, that was fun. Amanda, thank you so yeah. much. Thank you for thank coming you for on the show. Me. For this being on the show. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that's it. Right. Do you have anything to add for the end here? I don't, I don't think so. Do you want to take us out and say thanks for, thanks for tuning in? Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next time. There you go. Yes. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys. 